Happy Tuesday! My name is Nick. My name is Alan. And welcome into, into the, the dungeon. The shoe shrubberies, along with their new companion, the falcon, find themselves in this room with a large hole above them, and everybody was holding their action, waiting to see if anything would come from above, having heard a couple of footsteps rushing towards the direction of the opening of the the hole, and you'd also just seen a another half-orc that had turned into a boar and sort of made off down the stairs on the other side of the the larger room with the pillars and the that tree or vine growing out of the well. What's what was your passive perception again? You'd be so kind to remind me. 13. So as you guys are holding your action, you do catch a glance of these two half-orc looking creatures, very similar to the one that had hit Shrew in particular with that thunderous bolt of lightning. And you see them creeping up to the hole, so you've now seen them. What are you doing? How far away are they from me? They're 10 feet up and about 10 feet away. It's a 20 foot total distance. So at this point, it's our turn. So we've seen the orcs. Yeah, well, Shrew's seen them. They're, they're coming, the direction they're coming from and the shape of the hole, Shrew's got a line of sight on them. All right. But I am unable to reach with the spell I had held. So it's my turn now. The hold action goes away. Yeah. But I can do it again. I can hold the same spell. It's a cantrip. So it doesn't expend the spell slots or anything. And the same, when they are actually at range, 10 feet from me, I'll use a poison spray. And I'd say if it goes in turn where now my my colleagues are next, my, my party is next, they will all do the same. Because none of them have seen them yet. So if it's their turn now, their turn ends. But for the new turn, they'll hold the same action they held before. Very well. So these half-orcs are slowly creeping towards the hole. They were 20 feet away from you. They're now 15. And the one that's in the front, his eyes lock on shrews. And you see him moving his hands. Oh no, here we go. And chanting something under his breath. And I'm going to need you to make Shit. a dexterity saving throw. Let's hope my first roll is a good one. Oh my god. I knew last episode I rolled a natural 20 when it was most crucial, and I knew that my luck had run out for a good year. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. It's it's not a 1, but it's not much better. Oh dear. That's a total of 10. 10. Sadly, that's not quite enough. Oh, the dreaded red dice of doom. How many are you rolling exactly? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna hide these. So Shu feels this familiar surge of magical energy hitting him straight in the chest as this brute electrical force rushes through his body, taking 14 lightning Ooh. damage. Oh! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Alright. I'm not dead, but damn that hurts. So still standing? Yeah. Good, good. Could have been so much worse. <laughs> not by much though. 5 HP left. And 
as Shrew sort of recoils from the the pain of this this magical attack, and you sort of open your eyes and you you see before you this orc now shift from his current form into a boar. You sort of see him turning into this this creature, similar to how you would have seen yourself turning into a a bear and the other animals you've done in the past. <laughs> the animals I've done in the past. Okay. <laughs> All right. You know what I mean. Damn you and your dirty mind. The boar turns around and starts making its way. In addition, I'm going to need you to make a concentration saving throw because you were you had your spell readied, and in, in order to do so, you, you need to be concentrating, which also means that the entangled spell on the floor is going to dissipate. Okay, so now I roll after being hit to see if I yeah. maintain my held spell. That's a 15. Yeah, that, that, that will make it. So you've successfully managed to hold on to your spell. Okay. So yeah, this second orc now comes up to the hole and he's now directly above you guys. He's seen you take this massive hit and he turns his eyes to Fabian, who's directly underneath him, but he is now within 10 feet up of you. All right, so I had my poison spray held, so I let go of that. And what exactly does that do? So I extend my hand toward him and I let off... Uh, puff of noxious gas from my palm and he needs to make a constitution saving throw. Okay. Natural one. Yes. <laughs> As he's opening his mouth to to sort of cast his his spell in a similar manner to the other orc that you just saw. You see him sort of moving his hands, gesticulating, open his mouth to start saying his incantation and he just goes <laughs> He swallows that noxious gas. It's a D12. Eh, it's a five. Feeling that bitter taste at the back of his throat, he sort of glances in your direction, but his eyes are firmly fixed on this human warrior beneath him. And I'm going to need a Fabian to roll a dexterity saving throw. Yeah, that's 17 plus one. 18. Okay, so he saves his throw, so he's going to take Good. half damage. Which is still an awful lot. Yeah, as you can hear the jiggling of dice on my hand. I don't have enough dice to roll in one go. Need to buy more dice. So Fabian feels this surge of electrical, magical energy burst through his his body as he takes, at half damage, 14 points of damage. And you see Fabian sort of drop to one knee, trying to catch his breath, down to a second knee, and suddenly he's lying on his side. He's out. Oh, damn. And with that again, as with the first orc that you, you had seen, you see his form shift from that of a half-orc into a boar, and you see him trotting in the direction opposite the entrance of the, the hole again. Are they out of sight, both boars? Yeah, from where you can see now, they've both gone out of sight. Fabian is crumpled on the floor. From Fenner's point of view, she wouldn't have seen this half-orc. She's just seen you take a massive hit, followed by Fabian taking a massive hit and collapse. And likewise, from the point where Falcon is, he wouldn't have seen either because the hole is sort of directly above Fabian. So from Shrew's vantage point, you could see them coming to the hole. Fabian could see them because this half-orc was directly above him. But from the angle that Falcon is, he couldn't see them and couldn't have reached even if he had seen. All right. So whose turn is it now? It would incidentally be Falcon's turn. And Falcon, having seen what's just happened, he is going to grab what he can of Fabian 
and drag him away from the hole. He's now standing next to Fenner with Fabian at his feet as Falcon's looking a little worried because he's not a doesn't really know any sort of magical incantations to help him but he's dragged him away from the imminent danger of the hole. That's his action and he stood there now with his sword in hand awaiting to see what happens with the, the rest of the party. And that takes us over to Fenner. Fenner seeing that Fabian just got downed and that Shrew took a big attack those electrical that electrical magic electric magic she's not sure so she's just gonna hold her action again but she hasn't seen you said she she couldn't see through the hole so she's thinking that whatever's up there is gonna drop down imminently so she's gonna carry on holding her action the sacred flame and if she sees anyone burst out of that hole she's gonna let the, the cantrip go okay and that takes us back over to to shrew oh actually no it would be Fabian. Fabian would have to roll a death saving throw. I liked what we did last time, so I'm going to ask you to roll anyway, even though it's not for Shrew. Just as a refresher, what we're doing here is rolling the death saves behind the DM screen, or me the player with my eyes closed so I don't see what I roll, and we think that gives it a bit more urgency. That way it, I don't make a decision based on the rolls I've made. If I see that maybe Fabian is has succeeded in two death saves and he's just one away from staying alive, then perhaps I do something else. But if I don't know how it's going, it kind of makes me have to take a decision, which is, I think, more true to life, right? You wouldn't yeah. know if he's about to stay stable or he's about to die, so... Yeah, that's correct. And the cool thing about you rolling it is it's the fate is in your hands and not mine. Yeah, I wouldn't then blame the DM for rolling poorly for me. And that takes us over to, to Shrew. Alright, I'm just gonna very slowly because I've taken a big, big damage and I'm feeling it. So I'm going to almost limping make my way to the, to the group that is close to the door there. And I'm just gonna stand behind Falcon hoping that he can protect me. <laughs> because right now I'm feeling rather vulnerable. <laughs> so as you guys are huddled together by the, by the door that you had come in leading onto the, the pillars from the, the larger room next door. You're hearing above you now the now familiar sound of boar trotters or boar feet, whatever the, the proper term is, sort of very quickly, almost as if they're, they're running fast, scuttling above you and away into the distance. And I'm going to say that you're now out of initiative. Well, this, this has been one of the hardest fights I've, I've had to... I have to endure... I've had to endure... Um, I, I hope, I hope they've got for good. I don't think we can, we can finish them off, not in this state. What, what, what on earth was that through? I don't know, they, they had some potent magic. The, 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 the orcs with the shaggy hair, the ones wearing the robes, the ones that were turning into wars, they had some, some electric, electrifying magic. And it downed me once, and almost a second time now, and it's what's downed. Fabian here, we need to win new term minister the, the last potion we have. Oh. And then they're gone? I don't, I don't know. I, I could hear the footsteps rushing away and getting fainter, but we should huddle in this corner behind the falcon for a while. Administer the potion to Fabian and, and stay ten minutes and see if they, if they don't come back. Yes, yes. You get your friend back on his feet and I'll keep watch. I heard those those footsteps as well above us. It seemed like they were going across the across the manse. It's important that we that we're all up and, and ready. I can't take them on my own. 
and you've taken quite a hit. So we kind of draw back to the corner of the room, and as Falcon is standing in front of us, taking the watch, we're going to administer Fabian the last healing potion that the party has. Okay, so yeah, that's 2d4 plus 2. That's a 4 now 1, so 5 plus 2, 7. 7 hit points for Fabian. So Fabian's eyes open. He's sort of gasping for air. <gasps> what the fuck happened? <sighs> you seem looking relieved that at least all his friends are around him. And although Shu maybe is looking a little worse for wear, everybody's conscious. Just, just lay low here for, for a few minutes. I think they're gone. Yeah, and in the distance, you hear the slamming of a, a heavy oaken door. <laughs> and then silence. We keep silent for at least five minutes. We don't talk, we're kind of nervous and unsure if we're going to be ambushed again. So you guys are just huddled in the, the corner of this room. Yeah. Quietly. Weapons ready, just in case. And five more minutes pass. You haven't heard anything other than the other than the wind outside and the occasional boar that you remembered that you'd seen a number of them sort of nibbling on the the pumpkins outside. Other than that, the silence. I'm not doing too good. I think we need to leave back to your lodge, Falcon. Yes, I agree that we should return to the, the relative safety of my lodge. You, my friend, are quite hurt. And to travel through the woods, they could have been setting up an ambush. I think we should rest here a little. Certainly not overnight, but enough for you to to gain some strength and for us to gain our wits. What if they they call more more of their friends and they surround the manse and we have no escape? We'd be sitting ducks in here. But at least we'd have a position of of defense out in the out in the woods. I would be hesitant to move right now. We can perhaps hide in the woods. They know we're here. If they are to send more backup, we will have to fight an onslaught of orcs. They'll just rush us. There's nothing we can do against 10, 20 of these guys. If we, if we leave now and hide, then they won't know where we are. They won't be able to track us. We'll, we'll try and hide our, our, our steps. I mean, I'm, I'm not comfortable hanging around. And, and what about those vines outside? We, we don't even know what that was and if there are more of them. I'm not, I'm not comfortable in this man's in its house. You see that Fenner looks a little shaken, as usual. She's, even though she's now been on a, a few adventures with, with you guys. I I think we should wait at least a little while longer. What if we step outside and... And we we're ambushed out there. What, what if those other boars were also these foul orcs? I, I know we should hide, but in the woods, what if there's more of those things that they appeared out of nowhere from the the vines they could be in the woods as well perhaps we should i i don't know but uh, falcon seems to know his his these woods better than certainly than i do exactly he he can lead us to safety he knows the safe routes if, if we're go if we're going to stay here I, I wouldn't be comfortable staying down here we need to be somewhere where we have a vantage point somewhere where we can see our surroundings in case they do start coming Somewhere where we have a quick exit. You see Fabian sort of grimacing, although he's back up to some hit points. He, he still looks a little bit in pain. And he says, vantage points, that's a good, uh, that's a good thing you raise. What if, we, what if we were to hide upstairs, or at least peek out from the windows upstairs and, and see if we can see these foul beasts? Yes, that's, that's what I was 
get it. Let's quietly go upstairs and find this vantage point, find these windows where we could look outside. But let's go quietly. Okay, so you guys are gonna make your way then through that inner courtyard with the the vines growing out of the well. Yes, but before that, I say, here, each of you take one of these, and I pass them one of those seeds from the pumpkins outside. Each have them. You you should be fine. You haven't had any yet, and they will top you up a bit with health points. Trust me. Okay, so each of your party members munches on the pumpkin seeds that you you've provided, and they get one HP each back. Oh, just one. <laughs> I thought it might be a tad more. That's fine. At least it's something. Yeah, um, it's, it's, it's one more than they had, so... Yeah, you never know when you're going to need one HP. So yeah, we're going to make our way back through that corridor, but staying as far away from those vines as we can. Are you searching any of the bodies, or are you just going across to the stairwell that you saw the, the boar run down? We're just... We're not going to stop. I mean, I want to search it as a player. Okay. <laughs> but I think... Not the moment. It's not the moment to stop and, you know, we are not in any condition to stop and risk our lives searching for something. Okay, so as you want to do this quietly, I'm going to roll stealth for you guys. There's, yeah, there's four of you. And Shrew is with disadvantage, yes? Because you're still poisoned at this point. Yeah. What's your dex modifier? Plus two. Plus two. Okay, so you you guys are making your way through this courtyard, trying to be as quiet as you can. But evidently you're all still quite shaken from what's happened. And you're sort of bumping into each other, and, you know, like your companion's swords are scraping on the, the pillars as you're going past. You all seem a little bit nervous and shaken up. So you are aware that you're making a little bit more noise than you would have liked to have been making. And you now find yourselves at the bottom of this stairwell which sort of begins from this undecorated hall. You can see that this stairwell is quite mouldy and rotten. And to your immediate left, as you you and your party are looking up the, the stairs, you see that there's a door that looks to have been smashed to pieces and that the room is strewn with broken furniture. You know, the remains of chairs, tables, what looks to be a wine cabinet, as you see a number of bottles, some smashed, some still intact and a mouldy-looking circular rug which almost covers the entirety of the the floor, which incidentally is circular. So you would have noticed when you were sort of scouting the outside of the, the manse that there was a small protrusion which was circular. This is that room from the inside now. And immediately behind you, you see the two double doors that you had seen through the, through the room where you were attacked by those doll-like figures. One of the doors open, the other one now almost on his hinges as whatever came through here, left in a hurry. What are you guys doing? Well, currently we are in the room where we were attacked by the twigs. The little figures. No, in the room adjacent to that, which is where the stairs are. Stairs leading up. Leading up, yeah. This round. So you would have seen into this room, or rather through this room, where you were attacked by those doll-like plant figures. And you had seen that these two double doors had been closed and now one is open and the other one looks as if it's been hit quite quickly as, as whoever, whatever, has left in a hurry. And it's sort of hanging off its hinge ever so slightly. 
Okay, so we want to go further up. So these stairs are the ones that lead further up, yeah? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, we'll take them stairs slowly and quietly. Okay, so you're going past this circular room. You're not going in there at the moment. And you're starting to to walk up the stairs. What's the marching order here? Fabian at the back, Alcan at the front, me and Shrena. Shrena. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's a... Uh, that's, uh... Ship it. A little bit like um, Shamey and yeah, Lenny from yeah. uh, Big Bang Theory. So, Shena. Shrena. Shrena. Is that a sign of things to come, perhaps? Yeah. Ship it. Ship it. Anyway, um, me and Fena in the middle. Okay, so you're very slowly and quietly making your way up these stairs, which are making quite a lot of noise as you're going up. They're creaking and cracking. And as you get, or rather, as um, Falcon gets almost to the top of this stairwell now. And you hear ah! as he falls down. Ah! Oh! Ah! And you guys sort of see- seeing this hole appear from nowhere as the stairs have sort of given way. You look down and you see that Falcon has fallen through and onto some wooden spikes underneath. And he's taken some damage. I knew we should have left, left this damn man's this wasn't a good idea after all. Um, Falcon, can you hear us? Are you alive? Yes, yes. Oh. Oh, what's this? And you sort of see him looking in panic as he's seeing like these spikes uh, sort of that have pierced him. Uh, I'm well. And uh, he's only like 10 feet below you, so it's not like a massive, okay. massive drop. But it's like a pit. It's not like a room below... It's. It looks like a little, you know, like those little rooms that are under the stairs. Yeah. It's, it looks like it's one of those. All right. So to get him out, we'll have he'll have to come out from where he fell through. Yeah. Okay. Either through there, or you didn't see any any doors to the stairs. Um, perhaps there is one though. Okay. Come up here, and we extend our arms towards him so that he can maybe have a help getting up. Yeah, I'll say that between the the three of you and. Falcon as well, pulling himself up. Uh, he's he's able to to make his way up. Oh, the, those Trixie Orcs. Are you sure you're okay? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, oh, <laughs> He's sort of like pressing on where the, the spikes have sort of gone through. We, we should go. I'm, I knew we shouldn't hang around this, this house. Let's just leave. There's no point in us. No pun intended. But there's no point in us <laughs> staying here any longer. There's nothing to gain. And if we are ambushed again, we'll be sitting ducks. I've said it already. Let's brave the woods. You know the you know the paths. You know how to get back home. You know the safest routes. We won't attack on the way here. We should be fine. We go quickly. We go back home. We rest. We are in dire need of attention. Now you as well. This is this is no good. We're gonna lose our lives here. Well, we weren't attacked on the way here because nobody knew we were here. But everybody knows we're here now. Yes, exactly. Everyone and knows we're here in the house. Well, they knew that... Oh, they knew that five minutes ago anyway. Um, I would still feel more comfortable having a, a quick peek. If you want to wait here, I'm more than happy to... What are you peeking at? Well, to see if they're just sat outside waiting to catch us as we barge out. We'll, we'll sneak I, out. I, ca- I can't take another one of those hits. We'll sneak out. We're not, we're not barging out. We're, we're sneaking out. And you don't think that they'll have eyes on on all exits of this building? And and what if and what if they do? What do you suggest we do? We, we hang around here until more come and, ambu- and, and, and rush us and kill us? 
Well, I haven't survived this long by rushing out, rushing into danger. We're not rushing into anything. We are sneaking outside. What are we supposed to do? Hang around here and wait for them to attack us. Is that what we're supposed to do? Even if you go outside and you see those people there, what are you suggesting we do? We, we sit around? No, but the, we'll at least know where they are. They'll be hiding. You think they're just going to be sitting outside? Well, okay, let's go. Now now we have a gap full of spikes in front of us. Do you suggest we, we, we jump across? What do we do now? Well, it's, it's only two stairs worth. I two, can just stride across. Two stairs worth, and you fell through that little gap. Well, a big man like you. <laughs> well, would you like to take the lead then, Shrew? No, I would not like to take... Yes, I'd like to take the lead outside of this bloody house. That's what I'd like to do. If, it's, if, it, if I have made myself clear already. Well, do you want to keep an eye on the front entrance and just give me two minutes is all I ask. Okay, I, I do not feel comfortable running outside into I'm going to stay here. Ambush. I'm going to watch this this stairwell to see if we if, if anyone comes up this way. You carry on. Check to see if there's anyone outside. Very well. And Falcon sort of strides across the, the two stairs. Fabian follows him but only onto the the top of the stairs and you see him now drawing his bow he's got an arrow notched and he's pointing it firmly at the the double doors that were behind you which would lead onto the the front door of the house i'm assuming that you and fen are staying on the lower side of the stairs of the hole we are staying exactly where we were before falcon fell through the hole okay so and looking down so you guys are on the lower side of the hole looking down towards the door yeah. Fabian has sort of leapt across the, the hole and he's got a, a, an arrow notched in his bow fixated firmly in the door and Falcon moves up the last couple of stairs and you just see a movement now as he's sort of exploring looking for a, a window with a vantage point so after about 4-5 or five minutes Falcon appears at the top of the stairs again and he says I've looked out from windows in all directions I haven't seen any of those uh, those half-orcs couple of boars. Not sure if it's them in in that boar form. There were boars there before, and, and they seem to me like real ones. Oh, that's reassuring. There's no one there, but there was something rather odd. There was this symbol on the floor of one of the rooms that, that I went through to to look for the window. These three lightning bolts? I've, I've never seen anything like it before. And I also found this. And he produces this piece of leather, which looks like it's been ripped off from a a satchel and it sort of depicts best he can ascertain it looks like part of the woods it says this looks like a, a rather crude drawing of a of the neverwinter wood i would guess given where we are and there's a what looks to be like a, a circle marked on it a circle with i'm not i'm no artist but this looks like it's marking a, a building or a temple or a shrine Yes, we knew of we knew of a place where there's a gathering of orcs of these kind of people. Those three, those three lightning bolts are the, the sign of this cult or whatever it is, and they are planning on attacking Thunderling. I, got, I, I had a vision and I saw that this kind of stone monument, stone stone circle. Yes, that's it. The stone circle. Yes, the, there is, is one. There is one not far from here in the woods, about ten miles perhaps. Are we in danger here? Well, again, as I've been saying, I don't know the, what the plans are. All I know is they intend on attacking Fandling. But if they know we pose a threat to them, and they know that it's only four of us, and they have people to spare, 
They might send them over here to finish us off. I'm not comfortable hanging around this house any longer. Now, is it worth going back to your place, resting up and then going, following this map or, or going to this shrine circle thingy and dealing with them there? Perhaps. But I don't know who we'll find there. I don't know if we'd need more help. Clearly, we were overpowered just now. Yes. My my lodge is perhaps more defensible than this. And there doesn't seem to be anybody outside, so we can't leave. Well, they may be in hiding, so let's still leave quietly and, and try and not make much noise as we get out of here. Yeah. Whilst I was looking for, for the windows, there's some sort of old-looking laboratory and some library as well. But I obviously I didn't stop to, to search, but I, I did find this next to the the symbols on the floor. Um, Look, I'm sure this, this house has a lot of mysteries and is a very interesting house, but I, I don't think now is the time to be exploring. We need to get out soon before they send back up. Very well. Which exit should we take, Shu? Should we leave the way we came in, or are we just marching out the, the front door? Well, the doors open, front doors, they were closed. And the way we came in was still open, yeah? Yeah. The the double doors that you saw lead onto like a little hallway where the main doors to the, the outside would be. Those doors looked shut to you. Um, the back door that you came in through, the kitchen, had like long rotten. We're going out the back door. We'll go out the way we came in through the kitchen. That way we don't have to fondle with doors and, you know. We'll be, we might make more noise. What if the doors are locked? Well, let's just let's just get out the way we know we can get out through. Very very quietly. Keep your weapons to your side. Try not to bang on anything. You are making a lot of ruckus back there on our way up the steps. Let's try and keep. Let's try and keep quiet. Agreed. Okay, so I'm going to roll stealth for the party. And your disadvantage of poison is counterbalanced by the advantage given to you by your boots of elven kind. So you guys make your way down the, the stairwell nice and quietly going through the this hallway past the the circular room with what looks like wine bottles and bottles with liquid, some smashed, some intact. Turn around. You're now in the the long rectangular room where you fought those strange doll-like creatures. You make your way back into the kitchen, through the long rotten door, and now outside, next to the pumpkin patches, everything seems quiet, nothing in sight. Are you heading back to the the trail that you came from? Yeah, at this point, I'm going to tell Falcon, Falcon, you know these woods better than anyone you lead. Lead us back to your lodge, the safest route you can think of. So Falcon's leading you back towards the, the path that you took, which leads up to the, the mansion's front door and leads off into the woods where you had come. And as you guys are quietly making your way through the, the woods, you hear this rustling in the, the overgrowth. And coming from both sides of the, the path, you see on either side three plant-looking humanoids ready to launch an attack. So I'm going to need you to roll for initiative. Mm -hmm. Damn plants. Rolling for a shrew first. Yep. Four plus two, that's six. Yeah, you want to roll for Fenner and Fabian? Yeah, Fenner next. That's a six. Yeah. And then for Fabian. That's a very low two. Okay, I'm going to roll for 
Falcon. Not much better. It's a seven. Okay, so these creatures on either side of you, they're about 15 feet away from you and the party. And they're gonna lunge into an attack here. Okay, so two of these creatures' attacks miss the party, but Fenner has been struck by these almost needle-like thorns that have erupted from, from these creatures, almost like shot out from, from their being. Okay, so Fenner's gonna take 10 piercing damage. Wow, wow. So 10, yeah, that's quite a big hit for poor little Fenner. And as you guys are sort of turning to face those creatures on, on your left-hand side as you're looking down this road. You hear the commotion from the other three on the other side of the road, and they are also going to attack the party. Okay, so one has missed, one has hit a shrew, and that's seven plus two, that's nine piercing damage. Yeah, shrew is down. And the third one has hit a falcon. He's come off worse with 13 piercing damage. And you guys are out of potions, if I recall. Out Correctly. of potions, out of spells, out of luck. It would appear so. So over to the party. And first up is Falcon. He's gonna go to the, the needle blight that has attacked him. Okay, so with his multi-attack, he actually lands his hits. Okay, so with his first attack, he slices clean through the first creature. So his second attack is actually gonna go onto the one that was next to him. Oh, he killed one already. He's killed one up already, nice. straight up. Come on, Falcon. The second one slices through him as well cleanly with his his sword. Two are down. Nice. Come on. Get the third one. His, his third attack missed. Fuck. Okay, so... So it'll be over to Shrew. So you need to yeah. roll a death saving throw. Yeah. Again, I'm just going to close my eyes while I, I roll this death saving throw. Okay, oh. thank you for that. And it's over to Fenner. Okay, so Fenner's going to go up to Shrew and try to stabilize him. Very well. So yeah, that's a medicine check. That's a four. Ooh, and it fails. And that's Fenner's, uh, Fenner's turn. Yeah, that's her turn. Over to Fabian. Fabian is going to go up to the last remaining twiglet on, on the side of the... one of the sides of the road, where the, the, uh, the two just fell yeah, by so the so hand of Falcon. The right-hand side, yeah. He's going to try and attack that guy. That's a total of eight. That does not hit. Damn it. I don't think I rolled over a 10 today, which doesn't surprise me. I think you used up all your juice in the last episode. So that takes us back over to these creatures. And again, the ones on the left side of the road are going to try and attack what's left of the party. And one of them hits a falcon, dealing him with 12 piercing damage. Falcon is looking pretty hurt at this point. These guys hit. These guys hit. And now the last remaining needle blight on the right side of the road, which is facing off against Fabian and Falcon. He's going to try and hit Fabian and misses. So it takes us back to the top of the round and Falcon. He's going to continue on his hand-to-hand combat with this creature. First attack misses. Natural 20 on the second. That's a d10. Okay, so being a critical strike, he completely obliterates the last remaining needle blight on the right-hand side of the road. And seeing it collapse before him, he turns around, running to the other side of the the road, and he's going to attack with his last of his multi-attack, one of the creatures on that side of the road, which also hits. Nice. And although it takes quite a heavy hit, it's still standing. Oh, come on. 
There's three still, yeah? Yeah, there's three left. So it's over to Shrew. Another saving throw. Another saving throw. Shit! I don't know what I wrote. But, I mean, (laughs) your face. Uh, That's painting a picture right here. (laughs) Try not to give anything away here. Over to Fena. Fena is again going to try and stabilize Shrew. Come on, please. (laughs) Oh, Oh, shit! Four plus two. Six. Six. Doesn't make it either. Fen is now panicking. Shrew! Shrew, stay with me! Stay with me! (laughs) Obviously, you can't feel it, but Al narrates. She's sort of slapping your your cheeks, shaking you. She's in a panic as your life force seems to be draining from you. Over to Fabian. Fabian, seeing the commotion and seeing Fenna trying to revive Shrew and seeing that she's starting to panic, is going to try and help her and is going to try again to stabilize. A medicine check from Fabian, please. Don't roll the same dice. (laughs) I don't know at this point anymore. Like anything I'm rolling is rolling poorly. So, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna change the dice and I'm gonna roll for medicine check. 18 plus 1, 19. Yeah, so Fabian goes over. Shrew, stay with me! Stay with me, Shrew! Fen is panicking. You can see a tear rolling down her eyes. You can sense that the life force is draining away. And between Fabian and her, they manage to take out the one of the needles that had been embedded in you, sort of shaking you. And your breathing sort of normalizes a bit, and you've been stabilized. <laughs> and I will say that that's an incredibly good thing. Because as you know from Alan's early explanation, where he blindly rolls and doesn't know the results, that last saving throw was a natural one. Oh my god. So I saved the first one? You saved the first one. Just, you rolled an 11. <laughs> you saved the first one by one. Oh. And then a natural a natural one, which so is two. two one so rope. you were one death saving throw oh, away from wow. the end of, of Shrew. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I, could, I, I, I sensed it on your face, but anyway, let's, let's continue. <laughs> the battle continues. <laughs> and it's over to the last remaining three blights. One is in close combat range with Falcon, which misses. And the other two are going to sort of circle around him. So he's surrounded now by these three needle blights. The other two, the other two also miss. <sighs> Good. <laughs> they gave us a break there. So it's over to, to Falcon. Falcon's going to attack the, f- the first one that he was engaged with. Misses completely with his first attack. One Falcon. Natural 20 on his second. Right. That's two natural 20s for... I think maybe you should use one of my dice. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I'd probably curse that one too. Though. And that's just enough to slice that first blight in half. To the go, come on. And with his last remaining attack, he's turning to the ones that were beside him. And I should just point out, he was surrounded. And even with advantage, they missed. He's over-eager and overstretches. Oh and with his last re- attack, he completely misses. Oh no. Okay, so, so there's two left, yeah? There's two left, and it's over to Shrew. Okay, I, I mean. Unconscious yeah. on the floor at the moment. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> I can't do anything. <laughs> and there. So that would be Fenna then. Fenna's gonna turn, stand up and turn around, like wiping the tear off her cheek. And aggressively, he's gonna call down a sacred flame. Big old two. So I'm not even gonna bother adding the modifier, because I know it fails. Right, so 1d8, that's five damage. Okay, this creature looks quite hurt as it recoils in in pain, but it's still standing. Okay. It's over to Fabian. Fabian is going to go up to the same creature and try and attack it. Roll for attack, please. 14 plus 4. Yeah, that hits. He's using both hands, so it's a d10. Yeah. 5 plus 2, 7 damage. Yeah, Fabian slices straight through 
Good. This creature, and it's down, down and out for the count. It's over to this last remaining creature, and having seen now all five of its companions completely obliterated, and finding itself face to face with these two warriors, and seeing this radiant damage sort of burst next to the the other blight that was next to him, he's gonna turn, disengage, and make a run for it. So yeah, you can see it, or rather, <laughs> True can't see it, but um, <laughs> the rest of the guys see this blight running 30 feet into the the thick woods and that takes us over to to falcon who's just stood there looking backwards at you guys almost unsure of whether to give chase or to move on and it's over to to shrew and shrew shrubberies shrew obviously is out of action so he's just gonna lay there and fena and fabian yeah decide that it's just best to move on we're not gonna chase anything into a into a forest okay so the combat's now over i'm gonna ask you to roll a d4 to see how many hours will go past before you regain one hit point. Now's another time to roll high. Yeah, you, you'd think that, but it is not quite a four, but three, three hours. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're going to have to be carried by by your party at this point. Yeah. Well, I'm small. We should manage. Smaller, I'm assuming. <laughs> <laughs> so between Falcon and Fabian, they sort of pick you up and sort of rest you on Falcon's heavy shoulders. He's sort of carrying you like in a Fireman's lift or whatever that's called. So I've got yeah. one arm through your legs, one over your shoulders, and he's going to be carrying it like that. Like the, a sack of potatoes. Like a sack of yeah, potatoes, Across yeah. your shoulders, yeah. <laughs> and you guys are going to try and, as quietly as possible, make your way through this trail in the woods back to the back to Falcon's hunting lodge. So I'm going to roll for stealth. Obviously, I'm not going to roll through stealth. I think that's, that's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> So you guys are very quietly moving through the woods as a heavy, heavy rain starts to pour down now on you guys, also helping mask the sound of your footsteps going through the, the wood. This trip would normally take about an hour, but because they're now carrying you and you're having to move so quietly, a couple more hours pass and the, the faint glow now of the, the torches that are lighting up the, the hunting lodge can now be seen. So a few moments more pass and you guys are now practically on the bridge that crosses over to, to the lodge. And Falcon starts shouting for Corwin to, to rush and open the gates. He's not even waiting to to get to the bell. But with the raucous of the, the falling rain and the lightning and thunder, nobody comes, so he, he reaches this, this gatehouse and he's ferociously ringing this bell. And after a moment or two, Corwin appears. What is it? Starts unbolting the gates as he sees through the, the little peephole hatch thing. That it's you guys. What on earth has happened? Ah, come in, come in, please! And he sort of rushes you guys into the into the the main room of the of the lodge. You guys are soaked, wounded. Pride's probably taken a bit of a hit here as well. And after about half an hour, True regains his consciousness with one HP. And as you open your eyes slowly and, and you're feeling quite dazed here, you can feel this warmth coming through your your body. As you see that you're sort of lying on on the floor, wrapped up in some blankets, next to a a fireplace, and you can hear the the heavy rain falling on the the ceiling above you. Your eyes are sort of a bit blurry, slowly focusing and regaining your your vision. You look around and you see Falcon sort of half collapsed on a an armchair, with Corwin attending to to his wounds and removing these needles from from his body and patching him up. You can see Fabian looking out the window, and you see Fenner 
next to the fireplace, quite close to you, with her knees up to her chest. Her eyes look quite red as if she's been crying for a while, and she hasn't noticed that you've you regained consciousness. As I glance around, I, I see Fena and I kind of in a half croak because I just woke up, call out to her. Fena! Fena! Shrew! Shrew! He's, he's awake! He's awake! Yes. True. Are you alright? Oh, I'm not quite alright, but it seems I'm alive at least. What happened? We were ambushed on the road just after leaving the manse. Yes, yes I remember. These, these strange creatures, they were, they were shooting needles out of us. Yes. But between, between Fabian and, and Falcon, we managed to fight them off and, and get you back here. Oh. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. Hey, how are you guys? I'd be, we'd be lying on the side of a, of a forest with nothing but a needle sticking out of me. I'd be, I'd be no more than, than roadkill. No, don't say that. Yeah, I'm. Fabian, Fabian, he's awake. You see Fabian sort of turning from glancing the, from looking out the window. You can also see that his eyes look quite red and swollen. Although he's. From what you know, he's probably not the one to admit uh, his emotions much. And he sort of marches over to you, grabs you by the the blankets that are around you, and he sort of firmly shakes you. Oh, don't you give us that scare again, Shrew! Oh, I thought you were gone! I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm really grateful that you guys were, were able to pull me out of that one. I owe you my life and I owe you everything. Thank you, thank you so much. But I don't know what I'd do with, without any of you. And that, that woman in, in the shop was right after all. She wasn't gonna loan a, a sword to some inexperienced adventurer so that they end up dead in some forest somewhere. And that's almost what happened. It's just a, just a hiccup. Uh, perhaps we should have rested a little more at the a demands. It's it's just lucky that it's it's a one poor decision after the other. That's what it is. I don't know. I don't think I'm cut out out for this. And I'm leading you both into sure death. That's that's no, no, what worries me the most. As long as we've got each other's backs, we're fine. You sort of hear Falcon groaning from the the armchair across. Oh, Cohen, Cohen, get that poor man a nail or some drink or what was it you like to eat? Sausage. Get him a sausage. Hmm. Yes. And Corwin sort of goes off and, to get you something to, to eat and drink. And Fabian now, sort of, you, you see his worried and quite angry face after having been shaking you. Looks relieved and a wry smile breaks. So, uh, I guess we're, we'll have to call it a night here today. I think we could all do with a good night's rest. Yes, I think you're right. We need, we need a good rest. I'd say a good fortnight's rest, but... Unfortunately, we don't have time to spare. Oh, will you guys rest? I'll, I'll have Corwin and Pell keep lookout, and they'll, they'll ring the bell in case we were followed. Although I'm hoping the rain will have hidden our tracks. I'll, when Corwin comes, he'll he'll show you to some proper rooms where you can you can rest properly and lie in a proper bed, and not here on the on the floor of the main room. If you hear the bell, grab your weapons and and be ready. I can't be too certain that we haven't been followed. Understood. So Corwin comes back, takes you to to some suitable rooms for you to, to rest. He brings you some sausages, 
and a cup of ale and a flask of water in case you're not quite feeling up to to having a stiffer drink. Mm. And I think that's a great place to unfortunately end this episode before we continue on the journey to the, the Riverside Camp, the wood, Woodcutter's Camp, or Logger's Camp, as I believe it's called here. Regardless, the camp, as it would be known henceforth, it's been quite stressful. I thought for one moment there that that was it. Again, yeah, two, two episodes in a <laughs> row. Like, almost almost TPKing, or at least true king. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it hasn't been good. The, the good thing, though, I will say, is that you have leveled up. Oh, God. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> what am I doing as a level three taking on these orcs? Like, I was thinking, am I ever going to level? So, all right. Level four, let's see. Yeah, level four. Let's see what that brings. And likewise, Fenner and Shrew will also progress. Sorry, Fenner and Fabian will also progress up to to level four. Nice. Um, are we going to tweak those companions ever so slightly? Because I note that their abilities don't really grow with them. And I think they... Certainly Fenner will need a, at least a, a level two spell slot. I think it's a bit cheap to only have a level one. Yeah, I mean, there's a point where you're starting to fight against dangerous, more dangerous enemies, and the healing is not even a fraction of what your full HP, or not even a fraction of what a attack from one of these enemies does to you. So that's a bit ridiculous that they don't level up. Obviously, when you're in a bigger party, you don't need the companions, you don't need them to be more powerful. But why would you have a companion in a party <laughs> of players anyway? So... It doesn't seem very well balanced, but we'll save all this um, discussion for when we finish the campaign. And, and yeah, that could be next week. <laughs> At this rate, <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, it's been been quite stressful. That moment when you roll that natural one and that death saving throw, the whole campaign flashed before my eyes there. Mm, it was harsh. Yeah, but I do like the tension that it creates by the player not knowing what they've rolled. I... I I think that's really good, and I think that's something that I would enjoy as well when I'm on the Play. other side of the screen, yeah. yeah. I mean, this time round, I could tell a bit from your face because <laughs> your reaction was a bit like, oh. But yeah, I could I could tell from your expression that I had rolled poorly, but I still didn't know, you know, I, I wasn't sure. Is it is it two death saves I failed already because that was the second one? Or is it that I've now rolled really badly, I've rolled a one? You know, so I, I couldn't tell. I, I didn't know exactly where I was, but I felt that that last medicine check had to go well, or I could have been in big trouble. So I'm glad I did in the end. Yeah, what, what, what a time to fail two medicine checks as well. I haven't been rolling above a 10. I, I don't think so, right? Maybe when we listen to this back, there'll be a few rolls uh, over 10. But I don't think today I've rolled above a 10, at least with Shrew. Yeah, even with the, the streak of bad luck in inverted commas that you've had with roles in the last few episodes this episode as you're saying i mean we'll we'll hear it back when we when we edit and master it but i can't recall you rolling particularly high at all in this no yeah there was a few hits that i did with uh, fabian and fena that i think well fena no because fena you roll for for dexterity but with fabian that i think hit but in in terms of when it most when i most needed it I've been rolling really poorly, for sure. Yeah, hopefully that luck's about to change. It can only go on for so, so long. long. Yeah. yeah. 
maybe maybe it's not that bad and I'm, we just I, or at least I just focus when I start rolling well, well, rolling. well actually maybe uh, maybe we, maybe we jinxed you because when we were playing in the campaign the curse of Strad where we were playing with with some of our friends you were rolling quite high <laughs> and I, I recall saying you might want to leave some of those for the yeah, the yeah. podcast <laughs> that's true yeah he probably used all my luck back then but yeah anyway this is obviously us now talking between us if the episode is finished you can you can switch off if you want now but don't don't the, <laughs> no, yeah. the password for the last one standing will be coming soon true. just a, a friendly reminder that you can follow us on i2td.com also we all we we have all the links to all our stuff there twitter instagram we've got the patron and we have also got the buy me a coffee which we've already already had around three donations. Yeah, that's right. We're going to have to give a nice little shout out to our two latest potion buyers, to Germs and Neil Ravel. I believe that's how we pronounce it here. Or Ravo, if it's in English. Uh, thank you so much for your, your donations. We will make sure that True and his party gets a potion from each of you as well, in addition to Tapion's in-game. Much needed, much appreciated. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to up the potion to a greater potion of healing yeah. at this rate. Please do. <laughs> Please do. But thank you so much. It, it really encourages us. Not that we need the encouragements, but it's so amazing to to see those come in through Buy Me A Coffee. We love you. Thank you. For sure. Thank you very much. Now this leads us to a last one's standing end of episode club, where we give you a little password which you then insert into either Twitter or our Discord group. And you know, you, you need to use the passcode and put it in a, in a comment and make us laugh or, you know, make it make sense. Just have fun with it, if you will. Yeah. And today's password can be interpreted in more ways than one. The password for today is disheartened or disheartening. Let's go with disheartened. Because it's been a bit of a disheartening day. I was going to say evening, but today, of all days, we decided to record during the, the daytime. Yeah, we had a three-hour, four-hour session planned. <laughs> well, no, more than that. We, yeah. we started at nine. We we had till 3.30ish in the afternoon. We, we had these dreams of grandeur of playing, you know, non-stop. Six-hour campaign. We, we were going to record three episodes on the fly. And yeah. we barely managed to record this one. Yeah, so it's been disheartening for the reason we're going to get to now as well, but also in-game. Yeah. It's been quite a heavy quite a heavy session. It's it's, it's very disheartening for Shrew, because he's seeing us as he's just getting downed time and time again. And he's just thinking that he needs to kill a dragon and can't even cope with needle blades, let alone a dragon. But the important thing is it gets a backup. Yeah, yeah. Been knocked down three times, I think, in this over the last two sessions, but twice, yeah. He's still he's, standing. Yeah, he's still there barely, but he's there. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a bit disheartening to, to see what's in front of him and what's to come. Yeah, and today it's been disheartening as well because as we said we had all this planned out. And unfortunately there's a construction site going on next door. <laughs> so we've been sat here for, for hours. But we've had to stop, you know, start, record three, four minutes, stop because the trucks are loading up with debris. 
and start again quickly and then stop because another truck turns up and then the guy operating the crane looked like he was bored and he was scraping the, the claw thing across the floor. <laughs> yeah. And then we'd get a moment of peace. And then Elvis, my dog, who's joined us in the studio this, this afternoon, starts snoring in the middle of a... So, yeah, it's... Oh. Yeah, it's been, it's, been a, it's been hard. It's been hard. Usually we record at night, for those of you that don't know, and we don't get these kind of interruptions. But as we said, we had a great day planned ahead. We were kind of knock out three episodes and yeah we've barely managed to do this one at least we've done one yeah so um, if it is a little shorter than the normal ones because we won't know the full length till yeah. we we edit it we apologize for that yeah but we'll make up for it for sure for and sure. also if there is some noise from the from the construction we, we we tried to stop when it was getting unbearable and we'll make sure to edit it out uh, post recording but if there is some remaining noise, again, we apologize for that as well. Yeah, I, I would hope that with the filters and the plugins we use, we should be able to get most of it out. Yeah, it's probably all good. So anyway, I think we've gone long enough. Thanks for listening and see you next time as we delve into, into the dungeon. dungeon.